Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello world, I'm Heather Frank and I'm Sarah Lane and we want you to have such a good day. Seriously though, that's the name of our new podcast. It's been a work in progress, but we're finally ready for primetime. Or anytime cuz it's a podcast, get it? Have such a good day is happy hour at any hour. And we're going to cover all sorts of stuff, the weirdness of social, TV, hip hop, all things internet, technology that the normals actually care about, and the human condition. Let's turn a bad day into a good one together. And to get started, we wanted to give you a sense of how far we've come since we recorded our very first test show. And <laughs> at the time, decided we didn't know what in God's good name we were doing, but we knew we were going to do it anyway. And we're doing it. So without further ado, it's the lost, uncut, very first recording of Have Such a Good Day. Get to know us. We will possess your life. Are you quitting Death Cab? Heather, let's talk about corn nuts for dinner. I'm a fan of corn nuts. I particularly like the um, the 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 white cheddar corn mm. nut flavor. I know that's disgusting. You no, know, I'm actually into that too. We didn't have that option. We had like barbecue, plain. I took the. Um, it was like. But who's we? Like, what's happening? Okay, Why are so, you eating corn nuts for dinner? I know it's very strange. Um, I was on a shoot. Um, I was PMing, uh, aka production managing a shoot this weekend, um, and you know it was it was a small crew, small budget for like a a local education initiative. So it was sort of like a philanthropic event, but we were like working it. So you know we all kind of like. We had to cut a lot of corners because it was a small budget. But it so was for actually anybody, a really cool event. For anybody who's like, oh, I still don't know what you're doing. Like, what is production management? It is um, it is a thankless job, really. Mm-hmm. It is. And um, I was actually commiserating with another PM at the job, and we just talked for hours about how thankless of a job it is. It's essentially you're sort of like the mother hen slash babysitter of the whole crew. You hire the crew. You manage the budget. You do all the POs. So you 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 deal, you haggle with vendors, yeah. getting all your gear. You're herding cats, You basically. are. You're herding cats, but you're... You're, you're responsible for everything. And if anything goes wrong, you get blamed. Like, it doesn't even matter. Right. Like, it's always the PM's fault. And I always take a pay cut on these things because of one reason or another. You always end up doing way more work than you're getting paid for. You long work days. Way more days. Yeah, very long days. 
so brutal. Yeah. By the end of the night, it's like you have dirt on your face. You eat corn nuts <laughs> for dinner. I mean, it is, you know, I've been there so many times where I'm just like, I'll eat anything. Yeah. Like you want to give me a hostess cupcake? Like I'll eat it. I just need like something to keep me alive for another two hours. You say that, but like, for example, so what we had for dinner was the, um, it was a uh, cheesesteak. Okay. Figaro cheesesteak. Okay. People that, love it. People like cheesesteak. Sure. It's cool. Yeah. I get hey. it. I actually like cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. But the guy who ordered the food, you know how people are weird about vegetarianism. They don't totally understand that when you're a vegetarian, you am not even a vegetarian, but you can eat cheese. So they ordered right. half steak sandwiches, half vegan uh uh Cheese steaks? steaks? And I'm like, which means nothing. All it was was bread and like lettuce. Peppers. Ooh. Like like grilled peppers. It was weirdly good. It was like it was like a cheeseless pizza. Because <laughs> it was like it sinks into the bread. <laughs> That's you know? not good. But it wasn't. It's I was just sitting good there about just that. going, like, there's no protein in this. I have a long night ahead of me. No protein. Neither do corn nuts. They don't have protein either. But I had a vegan um cheesesteak. And then yeah. at the end of the night, they order Chick-fil-A at like 11 p.m. And there's like these fried yeah, chicken no. nuggets. I'm like, dude, this is disgusting. The guy who ordered all the craft service, it was like, there was some other, like, it was like a hostess cupcake sort of thing. It was worse than that. It was some like, from another country, it was some like cakey in a bag <laughs> thing. And it was disgusting. The crew was like eating this stuff. And I'm like... There's zero nutritional like, value. Yeah, like you guys were worse off it was by awful. eating this food. And the only thing that was decent, so they had chips, they had all the like, you know, usual suspects. Um, I ate some Rice Krispie treats, which are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but those corn nuts, I had the, there were like lemon, um, not chipotle, lemon spice, some kind of like a, almost like a Mexican vibe. They were pretty damn good. And I actually shared them with the teleprompter operator. Well, who that's I th- nice of you. I think was weirdly hitting on me it was a very young lad very awkward what was weird about the hitting on he was just usually you kind of know no he was like very young and kind of like after the show he was like god you know heather it was great great working with you and he was kind of like looking at me like this like you know just sort of waiting for me to kind of yeah it was just he was really he was either very 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 nice or there was, was prob- there was an awkward moment there. There, there was probably something. He was very else grateful for those cornets. I'm sure he was. It was it was weird. And anyway, he was hoping for something more. I think he was. He was like, well, so at the end of the night, you know, we're like saying goodbye, and he just was like standing there awkwardly, like, well, so what are you what are you doing next? Like, uh, do, can I can I reach out to you? And you know, I have your number. I mean, would you you want to like get naked? I'm like. No, I don't hang out with teleprompter operators. Oh, oh, but, but anyway, oh, so long story short, we're in the pit, we're eating corn nuts, we got dirt on the face, <laughs> while these fancy people in their tuxedos and their nice like cocktail dresses are at drinking from the open bar. I'm sitting there next to the bar in the pit, sitting on the floor, eating corn nuts, eating corn nuts, and watching these people eat these fancy hors d'oeuvres. I mean, the juxtaposition, Sarah. I know. It was like Dr. Zhivago. There are, there are a lot of moments, um, and I've been in them too, having worked in production, as we both have for you know, our entire careers, mostly, um, that uh, you know, I kind of look around and just am like, why did I choose this job? Good grief. 
But what is nice about it is you have something to show for it, usually. Mm -hmm. Um, If you do your job well, you're proud of it. And, you know, you got a little young teleprompter op to, you know, give you a handy. Uh, It's true. And, you know, it's interesting about your memories. You don't remember the bad stuff. Like, when you look back... Right. Your memory actually filters out the like shitty moments mm-hmm. and you, you look back and be like, that was pretty cool. That See, that's pretty cool. That's the problem I have with ex-boyfriends. Mm-hmm. After six months goes by, I know, you're like, like, I miss him. <laughs> he was so cute. And people are like, he really wasn't he like the worst? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know. He seemed really nice. Like, who cares about all that bad stuff? Let's just let that all fade away. And then I'll just, you know, spend my entire life wondering whatever happened to him. It's funny how it works that way. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> so I wanted I wanted to ask you about this because um, before uh, the show, I was we're sitting in my kitchen right now recording this podcast, um, and my two cats, Sam and Lucy, are here with us, um, being super unhelpful as usual. And you know, I call them lots of nicknames, and Heather always laughs. But she has nicknames for her cats as well. But we have our own nicknames, and so I thought I would say, Heather, what what are your nicknames that you would answer to to this day? Let's go down a nickname rabbit hole. That's right now. Mm. Nicknames um, for my cats. No, for nickname, myself. For yourself. Oh, yeah. lots of them. Yeah. Um, like what? What? What do your parents call you? What's your nickname? What um, was your first nickname? Hedo, because I couldn't pronounce my name Heather. Um, because oh, I, so I'd call myself Hedo. You're kind of a slow child. Yeah, I was. I, I think I had like a crooked mouth and I was like hello <laughs> what was funny my aunt kitty I called her aunt titty I'm not even kidding her name is Catherine I'm named after her Heather oh, Catherine yeah, okay aunt titty mm-hmm. um to Hedo that that's my uncles and my dad still call me Hedo it's cute I like it yeah Ben calls me Hedo sometimes too and I have some friends um my mom calls me booty don't ask me what the origin of that is because she, she doesn't have a nickname for my sister at all my sister's name is Vanessa zero nicknames for her she's always like why don't I have a nickname and it's booty b o o d i e, not booty like bootay. So it's not it's not like junk in the trunk booty. No, it's I don't something think so. else. Like and a cute little like maybe booty. booties that you wore as a kid. Maybe or yeah. And um, so I have some friends actually that call me booty because of that. Yeah. I should have never told them that my mom calls me booty. Um, and like Heath is pretty common. Um, uh, Heatherita was a thing. Frankie, you know, my last name is Frank, so Frankie, Frankie biscuits. Um, Frankie Moonbe- Moonbeam. <laughs> See, this is this is but, why I wanted to ask because it's like you like very matter of factly like it gets weirder and weirder. Where it's like Frankie oh, Moonbeam. Like let me, that's just one of my names. Let me go off. I I will go for hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Frankie Moonbeam. Um, there's a lot of new ones lately. They change constantly. Um, uh, Rita, Rita Tita. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, biscuit, pickle. Oh, pickle. Peanut. Peanut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. What about you? Well, um, if I were to go back to the origins, um, I had two, well, I guess more than two. We're drinking wine, by the way. If anyone hears us, you know, sloshing around, that's what about that one. Um, I had my my nickname that I would say is my, my, re, my very first one is Zubin. That came from my parents. Because, I've never heard that because one. Because as a little kid in a crib, you're like a little bean in a zoo. I like that. So there's zoo bean. There's also popo. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what that is. That just, well, my name was popo. 
Um, my, my, my dad always called me little, um, which I remember my uncle getting very upset with him with with once and was like, it's not very nice to call your own daughter little. And like, we all looked at him and we were like, shut up, rich. I actually like that. We call one of our cats little. Yeah. It's, I I think it's a really cute. Yeah. Um, but from there it's like, because my last name is Lane, there's a lot of Laney, Lane dog. Yeah. Um, I get like H Town, H Dog. Yeah, I oh. mean a lot of Lane. I a lot of people call me Lane, and that's fine. It's never bothered me. You can't do much with Sarah. What about Slain? I got a, a lot of Slain or S Lane. Um, or about S to the Hizzy? Uh, no, because that would indicate that my last name started with an H. That's true, but hard to say. But it, you know, but then it's like, yeah, I mean, when you get into like cutesy little relationship things mm. i've had lots of little pet names over the years but all those guys can beat it what so i i failed to mention not only is it peanut and pickle but there's also pickled peanut <laughs> <laughs> not kidding pp pp it's close to popo yeah it is definitely oh, yeah so but Good stuff be, but because of that yeah i i you know it's i think i think people by nature just they like little cute nicknames for each other. It's like, it's this like, cute little, you know, it's like a little secret club. It's terms of endearment. And I love it. And honestly, it, it turns me on. Um, but I have a lot of friends who don't. Like, I have some friends that just call me Heather and they've never had a pet name for me. Mm. I prefer it when there's pet names just because it's so, it's very, it's warm and it's friendly sure. and it's loving. Yeah. And yeah. there's just something about, but then, then people sometimes stop calling me by my name and there's something really special when someone like calls you by your name like True. heather like and sometimes when my, my yeah. boyfriend says heather it like are you mad at me like that's exactly in fact my boyfriend when i hear sarah i'm like ah oh, shit mm-hmm. here we go what's wrong you're in trubs yeah and like it, half the time he's like what that's your name and i'm like no but like you were like what mm-hmm. what's going like okay okay sir we failed to mention breezy oh breezy breezy that's is a, classic. a good one that's a classic yeah. yes r.i.p.j yep yeah yep. mm-hmm. mm. well moving on to something that actually isn't really all that more uh, um you bizarre? know it, it's not bizarre but it makes me fucking crazy and that is robocalls i'm Heather? telling you sarah like this is this is one close to my my world lately especially i mean it's they're really on the rise. Do you, can you tell? They do, are. Do you get them? Um, I do. And I think a lot of it has to do with, and I know you went through this uh, recently too, is as a freelancer, uh, if you want to have health insurance, which hopefully you do, you know, so you don't die, um, is, you know, you have to go through this sort of very complicated maze of figuring out what your, you know, the right uh, um, deal is for you. And there's all these agents that are starting to call you. But well after you choose your health insurance, which we both have, like, my health insurance is done. I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. I still get robocalls to the tune of three X a day, oh, I yeah. would say, from people who are like, bull, but I can get you a better rate where I'm like, dude, I... That's not how it works. And Open enrollment is over. Too. And it's like, it feels, yeah, it's very aggressive. Um, I, I mean, there was a time, you know, I haven't gotten that many in the last, like, I don't know, week or so, but I was getting them for, I would say, I would get often like 10 a day. And it was mostly about medical insurance, occasionally about like a cruise, like I want a cruise, mm-hmm. you know, like 
Marriott or something. And then I would also get like, um, uh, job, you know, in fact, I got, I've been getting this one on a regular basis where it's an insurance company saying that they want me, they're like, can you come in for an interview tomorrow? They're very aggressive. They're just like, they cut to the chase. Like, can you come in at 10 tomorrow? And I'm like, well, but what is this? Like, what, who are you? And they're like, oh, they're an insurance company. But I'm like, but I'm a producer. Why, like, why would I work at an insurance company? It's so confusing. Because they want to sell you insurance. Exactly. It's so, so fucked up. Well, and the, there's this whole thing called neighborhood spoofing. Um, and actually, very interesting story that the New York Times just, um, just wrote up about how high the robocall issue has gotten mm-hmm. um, 3.4 billion robocalls in April. This is according to Umail. This is a company that collects and analyzes calls through its robocall blocking service. So Umail can't even track everything, but tracks a, a fair number of it. That's an increase of almost 900 million per month compared with a year ago, which is very much in line with me being like, I don't even answer the phone anymore. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I don't answer the phone. And I, I feel worried for, like, parents and stuff that have this situation because it's like, yeah. what if it's about your kid or, you know, something really important? And sometimes I do think it's work. I think it's some, like, crew member that, like, something. And it's 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 really messed up in that way where you like, you won't answer it because of it being possibly being a spam call. It's a really infringement on your like freedom, you know? And yeah, I'll say it's kind of like when, when we had landlines, remember all the spam our parents would get like at six o'clock dinner hour, like you'd get all these spam and you would think when cell phones came out, you never thought spam would infiltrate your cell phone. Well, now it is happening. There was a time where I remember when cell phones were first becoming prevalent mm-hmm. that you could say to somebody who called you, this is a mobile number. And they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. And they'd hang up right away and you'd never hear from it's them true. again I because you weren't allowed to do that. Yep. Something called uh, neighborhood spoofing now is that phenomenon where the person who calls you has a number that's very close to your number. Like your area code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're sort of like... At first, you're like, maybe it's someone I know, but I personally don't live anywhere near the area code that that would be. So it's like, yeah, who would that be? Like, I know what my mom's number is. It wouldn't be anybody else. But there was in this in this Times article, there was a doctor who used um, an example of, you know, he didn't pick up the phone in his particular area where he was, you know, practicing medicine because he thought it was a robocall, but it was actually somebody that like had a finger severed and like needed him to come in immediately. And like, he was like, this is dangerous actually because it's starting to confuse people and I'm not picking up the phone when I might need to. Well, and this is the thing, like the people who are actually doing this, like, like who are these people? I would love to see like a documentary on like the people behind the scenes that are making these calls that don't care and don't feel any empathy or, or like they don't, it's so weird to me. It's like they might as well just be, well, robots. They've um, gotten more sophisticated. There, yes, there's a lot more sophistication to all of this. I recently, um, because we just went through a very grueling tax season, at least for me, and I, I had somebody. Uh, this is a known scam. I had somebody call me on the phone and say that they were from the IRS and that in the uh, year prior I had knowingly. Um, not reported the right amount of taxes and because they had determined that I had knowingly done this I 
was going to go to jail <laughs> and that I needed to pay, you know, $6,800 or whatever it was kind of immediately before the sheriff came to my house. Orange is the new black, sir. Right. To, to come get me and take me away. And even though I knew it was a scam and, and I knew it was a scam because a friend of mine actually had gone through it before. Like this is a known scam. Even though I knew that it was so dramatic that I was still really worried. And I kind of expected the sheriff to come to my house. You were kind of gullible. No, I, that's happened to me before. I, too. I, yeah. I knew it was a scam, you know, and I kind of kept him on the phone for a while just out of curiosity. But like the whole thing was terrifying. It's, you, you never want someone to be like, you're going to prison for seven years and the sheriff is coming to your house. Can you imagine? In 45 minutes. You know, at, at one point at, when I finally wanted to just like give up the goat, I was like, what should I wear? <laughs> and then he hung up on me. You did say that? I did. Because I knew funny. he was, after a while, I was just playing along. But I was like, this is, imagine being a vulnerable person who doesn't really understand, you know, any sort of system or, or, or why people do things like this or how they might get your information and how scared you would be. And, and you would play along, you know, and they would probably harass you more because you're playing along. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, it's, it's evil. It's evil. I'll tell you what. Real quick, a reminder to keep up with new episodes and all our show updates, plus extra goodies at havesuchagoodday.com. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your podcast app of choice. Do it your way. We just hope you enjoy. Also, special thanks to our patrons. We are nothing without your support. Find us at patreon.com slash have such a good day. With your help, we all win. And back to the show. Hey, so Heather, I know that your boyfriend, Ben, uh, shout out to Ben, love Ben, is a big hockey fan. Almost too so, big So sometimes. like, let's, let's talk about that for a second because... You, Heather, are not a sports person. I think I'm missing the chip. And I, don't get and that, me wrong. And I'm that's okay. I'm, I'm into sports. Like, I play sports. I, I am sporty spice. I went, you know, I played soccer very seriously in high school. Mm-hmm. I was on varsity tennis. I did a lot of sports. Like, I was very sporty. But I just don't, like, I'm not, a, like, a spectator sport person. Then, you know, it's it's uh, playoff season, so it's it's actually – I've learned a lot about hockey. It's pretty complicated. I mean, the way that, like, all the brackets work and all the different – like, how people get – you know, how these teams get to the playoffs. And I find it that part to be pretty interesting. It's very mathematical and, you know, it's it's cool, but – it gets exhausting because I want, I want to start thinking about other things. I don't want to spend all my, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time thinking about hockey sure. and I spend quite a bit of time watching hockey by default. I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. I, I, the basketball season, the NBA season is, is sort of in line with, with the NHL season and it is also long and grueling and sometimes you just want it to be over. However, on Saturday, the NHL said in a tweet that it had put Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins on notice that his actions were unacceptable and similar behavior in the future will be dealt with by way of supplemental discipline. What did he do? He licked people. He licked lots of people, in fact. And there's video evidence of it. Marchand responded on Sunday in an interview with NBC. It is what it is. I think it's pretty stupid, the whole situation. But if that's what they want to do, then that's what they want to do. You know, he's a dirty player. Well... 
Because that's a dirty thing to no, do, he, right? No, he's trying to distract people. But he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to upset people. He's, he's one of the best players. He's a great player. Um, but do you know his, his nickname is Little Ball of Hate? I didn't. That's okay. pretty good. So, like, so it's a hate lick. Yeah. It's hate lick. And he, it's, it's a way to, like, try to get somebody to, like, you know, participate in a fight and then go into the... Yeah, and I got to say, the fights in hockey are pretty spectacular. I mean, it is really... That's it, the fun. It's so primitive. It's like, I'm kind of amazed that they, like, the refs will let them beat each other to a pulp. Like, they don't really stop them for a while. Like, they let them pummel each other for a while. And I'm always just like, that's when I'm standing up, like, cheering. I'm like, wow, this is turning into, like, a WWE sort of right, <laughs> situation. Yeah. Well, and sometimes you kind of, like, you see them sort of, like, half-heartedly fight. Mm-hmm. Because that's just part of hockey. Yeah. It's know? a contact sport. Well, listen, Boston uh fans are uh, at odds with other people that's sort of the way it goes you know you got your red Sox, you got your celtics you got your bruins but i love a man who licks other people (laughs) to the point where like everyone's losing their shit and the refs are like you can't keep licking and it's gotten into the news And and it's gotten to the news i ate corn nuts for dinner I probably have strep throat. Blue Bottle's electricity was out this morning. I have to pull money out of my IRA. Do you know how fucked those taxes are? Have such a good day. We're very aware of like these sort of Instagram influencers lately. It's kind of a, it's a big thing. There's a lot of marketing companies that are built around um, pushing these, you know, mm-hmm. Instagram, social media oh, influencers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, do you ever come across these virtual personalities on Instagram? Do you follow any of them? Well, I am aware of Michaela Souza, mm. if I'm even saying that right, which is funny because a friend of mine, you know, somebody, somebody that I, you know, a mutual friend that I have on Instagram had uh, posted a picture of, of her. It was, you know, sort of a close-up makeup picture and was just like, just found out about, you know, Michaela Souza, OMG. And I thought it was because she was a very unique looking person. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, this is like, you know, like the new hot model type yeah. chick. Yeah. Right? You know, she's, you know, she's got like this like flawless face, freckles, big lips, beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, very, very unique looking. And I didn't realize, this is months ago, that she was actually. Uh, an avatar mm-hmm. and not actually a real human. Now looking back on the um the the account which I have recently it's like it's pretty obvious yeah. that she's not real but I was fooled yeah. for I a mean, while. I can see that for sure. I mean they they you know they're that's their whole point they're trying to make them as real as possible. But here's the thing. Here's where it gets weird is, okay, so I didn't really do my research, right? So I'm easily fooled, as many people probably were. But she's chilling out products, but she's not using the same rules as a human would have to adhere to. Mm -hmm. If I say, like, I love this particular brand of white wine that we're drinking right now, I have to say hashtag ads or hashtag sponsored. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So if somebody's not a human and she's like, hey, buy this makeup. It's so good. Mm-hmm. 
what are the rules there? Like, who do you go after? And where's the money going? Like, I, I was I was sort of tripping on that today. Like, you know, you, a lot of these celebrities that do kind of promote a product, they make pretty good money. Um, but like, where I guess it goes to these some of these uh, AR VR companies that are you know creating these these right. um, you know these these virtual people. One of the um, Quantum Capture, I don't know if you've heard of that company. It's based in Toronto. Um, it's like an AR VR company. The CEO and President Morgan Young, she was, you know, she's saying that this is like, there's a lot of, you know, like interesting things happening with the evolution of this stuff. And, you know, celebrities might start creating digital doubles um, and making kind of extra money on top. Maybe you'll never be able to get access to like the talent themselves, um, but their digital avatar uh, is something that's going to be making money, you know, and it's, uh, it's sort of an, do you remember the band gorillas from like late nineties, late nineties, yeah. right? Yeah. Or early nineties, late nineties, uh, late, late nineties. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always liked their music, but I never bought into their like animated, like, they, cause it was a similar thing. Like all of their band members, they always push this animated version of their band and of their personalities. And yeah, I you, didn't you, like that part like of it. it. It was okay. I just, I, it wasn't my favorite thing. I, I love animation. I mean, I love The Simpsons. I love South Park. I love like animated things. I just, I, I love their music, but I didn't really buy into like the animation of themselves. I don't know. I, the, you know, idea, the idea that celebrities would have digital doubles is very interesting because think of um, in a movie, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson. Sure. Right? Um, you know, if somebody can be her double in a movie and um, get away with it, mm-hmm. you know, in scenes where it's like you don't see her face or maybe it's a sex scene sure. or just all sorts of things that, you know, the actual actress mm-hmm. might not want to do. If you take that another step and think of like, if we can get an avatar that's pretty realistic to like shill products. Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I understand like if I were her, I'd be, I'd be pretty pissed. I would want, you know, like that, that it's a rep, it's representing her, you know, but she might also do that. Yeah. And oh, be like, sure. well, I don't have time to go like hold that, like, you know, trim tummy tea or whatever that sure. shit is called. But like, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's just going to go, it, it, you're going to see it more and more. Uh, some think it's the end of the human race. Um, others uh you know it's very dystopian but maybe not as bad as handmaid's tale we're not there yet nothing's bad as handmaid's tale we're not there yet thank god but we're not far away here's here's something that actually might 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 make us all smile a little bit um we all like clothes that fit right i as a small um you know petite person as you are heather as well i have a horrible time finding anything that fits and that's the reason that i have a hard time buying things online because even if I know what my size is, unless I try it on, I'm just not really sure if it's going to work. Amazon is trying to make it easier to know how clothes fit by body scanning people. The company reportedly is inviting people to participate in a 3D body scanning survey. Uh, people have already gotten invitations. People who are selected will have the size and shape of their body monitored, but over a 20-week period... This is actually according to the Wall Street Journal. And it's interesting because you feel like over a 20-week period, my size, unless I was dieting or trying to gain weight, it doesn't really change much. No. 
but it fluctuates a little. A little bit. A 3D scan of my body, you know, on a Sunday, depending on the time of the month. You might feel like a sausage in your skinny jeans. And I right, mean, exactly. Like it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate a little bit. But think about if if you know, if I were trying to get on a uh, you know, gluten free or ketosis or whatever mm-hmm. kind of diet, and mm-hmm. I was really trying to change the shape of my body. That is also good information for Amazon to have. Like, how would someone of sure. my size change over a 20-week period, which is, mm-hmm. you know, a very significant period. What's interesting is that um, Amazon has a new 3D body scanning unit, which was developed after Amazon bought a company called Body Labs. This is back in October. It was based in New York. Body Labs created a software that captured the body's shape and motion in 3D. So they're taking this seriously. But... It sounds like Amazon, you know, being the, you know, the, the huge, huge giant that it is these days is trying to make that easier for us. And I, for one, welcome. I found a Nigerian video today um, by an artist called Olu Montaigne called Yahoo's. And that actually applies to the ripping off of people who have Yahoo accounts from Nigerian scammer people. So the, 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 video the music called- video basically glorifies the fact that Nigerians can get money from stupid people who have Yahoo accounts. And it's called Yahoo. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, DJ Khaled, you know him. Ugh. He's the guy who says DJ Khaled on I every just single can't song. with that guy. Okay, so he's been annoying me for a long time. Although he definitely produces some great songs. He does. He does. You know, and so I'll give you that. Anyway, made the news recently. Perhaps, perhaps you heard heard of it. Um, that uh, this was actually a clip that. He he was on The Breakfast Club, which is a, a radio station in New York, Power 105, very, very popular morning show where they, they have lots of celebrities and everybody in music goes goes through The Breakfast Club. So this is not something that happened recently, but it but it did happen. It sort of resurfaced and, and, and got a little bit more life online where he said he will not give his wife oral sex and that she should be glad to have nice things and have a nice house and, you know, you know, have food on the table. And he's the king and he's the dawn. Now, the reason that I bring this up, Heather, and Heather's shaking her head emphatically, um, <laughs> is because, number one, what the fuck? Like, get real, dude. Like, look at yourself. Number two, the memes that have exploded from this are just... Uh, some of the best stuff I've seen in quite some time because nobody's on his side. Really. Yeah. Well, I guess probably some people are on his side, but most people are not. And number three is that um, Smash Mouth, you know, you know, Smash Mouth, they're, they're a meme in, in of themselves. The Smash Mouth official Twitter account um, said <laughs> that uh, DJ Khaled is, you know, basically a bad person. And I I found the whole thing very full circle. And uh, <laughs> this is why I love the internet so much. <laughs> and Heather, I know that you saw some of these memes as well. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't know what possesses a person, even if you feel that way, to say things like yeah. that, that you know are going to like it's instigate rage. So much ego. Like yeah. just, that's all I can, I chalk it up to the ego. And 
uh, I don't know. I've seen him at a lot of like events and and that sort of thing. And he's, I sort of feel bad for his kid. Like he's always in matching like suits. And I don't know. I mean, I, I know feel bad for his wife. Yeah, like, I feel feel very bad for his wife. Actually, maybe I don't because she probably has you know a she's solution got some, of some kind. Yeah, I'm sure she's been to the pleasure chest a few times. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know he, I know he produces music. He's produced some great stuff. But I I wonder how much he's actually been hands on producer. You know, he's he's more of like a orchestrator. Like he orchestrates, he pulls people together, mm. he brings talent together. Um, I don't, I, I'm not saying he doesn't have like any talent whatsoever, but I still don't. I'm not super clear on what he brings to the table. He doesn't rap. He doesn't give head. What does he do? Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Seriously. response. He's so adorable, by the way. As a man, I take great pride in mastering all performances. This is probably a little TMI. I will now quietly excuse myself from this fun thread. Gotta love The Rock. Gotta love The Rock. Coming with the real. No pun intended. Um, Listen, I, I don't really care if anybody gives oral sex to their significant other or not or why they wouldn't. I really don't give a fuck. Why would you? I don't. Absolutely not. You know, we all live our own truths. But to sort of say that in a way that is like, no, 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 I'm the king. I'm the dawn. I don't do that because that's somehow beneath me. Mm -hmm. But she does it. But she should just be glad that like she has a roof over her head and nice shoes is like. I just don't know how you can say that with a straight face. And did he did he go over this with her before he like blasted it out on Twitter? Who knows? I mean, she's she could be very upset right now. I don't know. I, I, I it makes know, her kind of look bad too. It's like it makes oh, everybody so you, look bad. Yeah. And also, it's like again, it's like if that were the. I'm, I don't know. It's, you know, we're getting into the minutia of, you know, what people are, uh, you know, comfortable sex-wise. But if you do or you don't do things like that, like, don't make it about you being, you know, some patriarchal no. dawn of some kind. Like, and again, like... Be humble. And, and like, be glad anybody wants to fuck you. I know, seriously. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Humility... Humility, people. Um, Sarah. Yes. What is your most, I know we talk about this a lot. We talk about words. We talk about annoying acronyms. What is one that is getting your goat lately? Annoying words or acronyms. Ooh. Uh, You know what I don't like is the hashtag WCE. And I guess that would... <clears throat> also apply to man CE, which is women crush every day or man crush every day, Ugh. which is like it, it, it sort of morphed from man crush Monday and women crush Wednesday, mm-hmm. which is MCM and yeah. WCW, which is like that was like the day that someone would be like, you know, if I like wanted to like make you feel good on a Wednesday, I'd like post a picture of you on Instagram and be like, I love Heather hashtag women crush crush Wednesday. But then it turned into women crush every day or man crush every day. Well, no men don't do this so much as women, but now it's a thing that I see a lot of times where like I would post a photo of myself where I think I look hot and be Mm -hmm. like, 
I'm my own women crush every day. WCE. You've never done that though. Never. I, and I, I never can't imagine and I never you. will. And it's okay that other people are doing it because I think it's probably supposed to be like a, you know, lift up yourself and love yourself and whatever, you know, like it's okay to love yourself. But I find it corny as fuck. I think that hashtags should die. I do too. And I really do. When people like do the sort of like full sentence yeah where you kind of like you have to like look really closely and be like oh okay that you just said like i'm going to the store haha just kidding like yeah i don't like that's not a hashtag it's not funny nothing about that is cute or clever i don't i don't get it like hashtags are supposed to be ways that you can see other content that's Mm -hmm. similar to that person's content it was sort of popular like years ago it was like doing a sentence in right. a hashtag that yeah. was like a thing yeah it was like some irony thing that i don't know for for whatever reason caught on but some people still do it and you're like oh come on that's not cool anymore not cool get on the people. internet um you know I had mentioned earlier today that we should talk about this at the top of the show, um, but we didn't, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, I would like to know from you what, what about today has been particularly good? Because I, I really truly want you to have a good day today, Sarah. Thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. What has been good about today? Um, well, I, um, I've got, uh, some friends at my corner store and I, I go there almost every morning to like get stupid stuff. Like, you know, I'll buy like a, you know, a frozen burrito or some coffee filters or, you know, some Drano or I don't Toothpaste. know. Toothpaste. Yeah. Or kombucha or just whatever. Pakwi spicy queso P- chips. We did. Yes. We got, we got some tortilla Pac-wee. chips earlier and I actually, you know, th- these, this is a very close market to me. And I go there once, if not twice a day. I know everybody who works there, and you know, it, of all the, men, they're all men. Everybody who's a who who works there is a man. And of everybody, there's the there's one guy who's like my favorite. You know, we, we, you know he, I think he looks forward to me coming there because I've always got a reason to get something. Which one was it? Was it the guy behind the register? The or? Aloha guy, the guy that came up after. Yeah, who yeah, was, I was who, out. Yeah, who was wearing the soccer shirt? Cute. He's my favorite one, and you know, it like I kind of know. I know he's gonna be there in the morning, and like a lot of times when you go in there, it's like it's kind of dead. Mm-hmm. There's not much going on yeah. in there in the morning. It's also really busy at other times, but. I like to go in there, and um, he's Mexican, and we speak Spanish mm-hmm. to each other in my very bad Spanish, but Spanish that I, I I still enjoy doing, even though we say aloha. That's just one of the weird <laughs> things that we do. It's just, it's just, that's just what happens with friends. But um, I, um, I went in there this morning, and I tried to make him laugh because he was like having a bad day or something. And um, that made me feel I good. love doing that. Yeah. Honestly, I, I try to do that too. Yeah. Uh, I can tell when I, I actually do this all the time. I make, I make an effort. Um, you know, it, it's some of these jobs are really tough. It, like you go to, you know, CVS or I don't know. And uh, it's, it feels really good to try to just, yeah, just be like how, you know, it makes such a difference to be like, how's your day going so far? What are you, what are you doing this weekend? And they really light up. Like I noticed that. Yeah. And it's, it's. I live for it. I live for these And I these think it small... goes both ways too. I it's totally like, agree. Like if, if, if some if I, if, if I didn't know who was going to be there, you know, 
sometimes like really early, like seven or 8 a.m., you know, where I'm like, ah, shit, I'm out of coffee filters. I got to go down there. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. But, you know, I like to, you know, give my little friend a high five. Oh, yeah, man. Um, today, well, today, oh. Um, today was tough. Today was but, tough for Heather. You know what? The The morning started off a little rough. Monday came at me pretty hard with the first world problems, um, starting with my internet being down pretty much most of the day. Um, couldn't get a coffee because the electricity was out at my cafe, mm-hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. They were actually, they blocked off my road too. Um, just to throw in a little something extra for insult me. to injury, insult to injury. Uh, my street was blocked off because the water, they were tearing up the street. Um, there was a lot of those things that came at me hard today, but you know, it's, it's ending on a high note. Um, and yeah. I'm in, you know, I'm by the beach. Um, it's true. Hanging out with a good buddy of mine and, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we got we got two sleeping cats nearby. Mm-hmm. We got a little uh, vino and a little spicy queso, um, and we're you know we're we're having fun on the show. Um, but we you know we we still have not talked about the most important thing of the day, Sarah. It's true. And what is making both of us happy, and that is I'm sure you've seen it. It's all over the internet. Is um, Childish Gambino's new music video. It's called This Is America, and it's, um, it is, it's really something. Um, and yeah, this, this, you know, I don't know if you guys are listening to this, but it hit recently. And, um, when I looked at the last Vivo accounts on YouTube, it was like three million and it had been out for like just several hours. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's really a, um, it's a very creative and disturbing and well choreographed it's beautiful and you know like I, I could go on and on about um how sort of moving and poignant the whole thing is and a real um again you know not it, it's it's making a statement that is difficult one it was a really good soundtrack to my morning too like just like the chaos of the morning and all the things that were like broken and and things falling apart around me um you know his his dance moves are are uh kind of rocked me um one of the dance moves that he's he's doing is called the guara guara i don't know if you've heard of that i haven't doing it right now Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You look you know just like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you just take your shirt off, you maybe look even more like him. Anyway, so there was some interesting, I don't know if you noticed some of the, like the, that pale white horse that was riding in the background. It's kind of like, there's a lot of stuff happening in the background that, um, weren't as obvious unless you've watched it 50, 50 times, which I think you have, um, a good 15, but, uh, a lot of these things kind of went unnoticed. Um, but there was a that horse, which is there's a lot of like kind of Bible references and that kind of thing, oh. which is like you know sort of signifies the oncoming apocalypse um, and that kind of thing. There was there I, I kind of went back and like watched it and kind of watched specifically in the background to see what was going on. Sure, because there, there was a lot going on. Yeah, um, but um, beautifully shot. Uh, I mean, you know, Donald Glover is, I don't know, next level, honestly. He's, he's having a real moment. Yeah, um, he is. Atlanta, yep. obviously, he's he's directing basically all of those episodes yeah. now. And he's acting in them. Directing and acting, and it is, uh, it's it's really something. Um, he's, he's, 
He's, he's, I, I don't even, I don't really have words for it. Somebody, you know, th- there was some article that was like, is Donald Glover the new Kanye West thing? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I you know too. what? I don't even want to make that, like, that's not what's going on right now. Can like, I don't be... need to compare anybody to anybody. Yeah. Can't he just be himself and just a new thing? And, and he clearly is. And it's because, different. Just because, yeah, they're, yeah, people, people love to compare things. Yeah. You know? Anyway, that that's a really um and I, you know, I I'll say like Atlanta, I watch it every week religiously, but I also sometimes enjoy it and sometimes I'm like I understand that this is good creative cinema, mm-hmm. really, television. Mm-hmm. But I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, fun. It's 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 a lot there's a lot more to it. It's, it's, it's heavy. It is interesting. It's like, is it, do you think that you would kind of, you saw the wire, right? Yeah. Cause the, the wire was, I mean, it's one of the best shows on television, mm-hmm. but like, so is Atlanta, but like, did it, was it one of your favorite, was the wire one of your favorite shows? Not at all. See, that's the thing. Didn't like it I think it a at lot all. of people haven't even seen the wire yet because they can't get through it. It takes a while to kind of get into yeah. it. It's not the most likable thing to no. start but it but it does sadden me people who haven't seen some of these shows where you're like because they are so fundamental yeah you know well they're part of yeah they're they become part of you know the vernacular yeah they really do and they set the tone for series afterwards yep. the wire i i always tell people you know, like you didn't like the wire what the hell and i'm like i watched it mm-hmm. i watched the whole thing mm-hmm. and it was a slog it was yeah. like it was like homework. <laughs> you know, it wasn't fun. I didn't really like any of the characters, but I appreciated it. Wait, um, you didn't like uh oh, you didn't like Omar? Well, oh, no, I like Omar kind Omar. of, but like he was also, you know, like Omar had his own problems. Yeah, you know, but I I do like Michael K. Williams a lot. I mean, I, I want to meet him and I want to make out with him. Well, let's have him on the show. I mean, I I uh, did you ever get into Boardwalk Empire? No. See, me neither. And you know, I have someone that's trying to get me into it. I've tried to watch it so many times, and it's not that the production value isn't good. It's it's a, it's an HBO show. It's very well shot, very well directed, great actors. I think it's like sometimes certain time periods. It's like you, if you don't resonate with a certain time period, mm. it's very hard to get beyond that. And I have yeah. a very hard time relating to the story and the characters. It's just, I don't know, it's not my bag. Or maybe I just haven't broken the seal yet. Because there's always this bit like, The Sopranos, it's not like I'm that close to like a mob family, but I like that, I was, it was much more relatable for me. Yeah, The Sopranos is, is my favorite show. Yeah. Um, I've watched the series, you know, from the beginning to the end. I don't know, five times and it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So like maybe I'll start again tonight. I'm thinking like, the same thing. I love that show. But yeah, like I don't, I don't, I've barely even been to New Jersey in my mm-hmm. life. Like I don't, I mean, nothing about it is really relatable, but I, I love the characters. I didn't feel that way about The Wire. At the same time, I learned a lot about the criminal justice system mm-hmm. from The Wire. So it's like, again, it was like homework. I didn't like it, but I, I value it. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that it was like such a bigger story arc. You know, it, it went over, 
many seasons the story arc and that's why it's right. it's such a commitment you have to like yeah. you really have to commit to it it's not like you can watch a couple episodes and like make a determination of whether you like it or not mm-hmm. i think it's probably the same with boardwalk empire and, and westworld which is one that i just cannot you know i i can't even watch that trailer anymore i'm so tired of that trailer because i don't watch it but I watch Barry, I watch other things on HBO, mm-hmm. and every time an episode opens, they have a trailer for Westworld, and I just, I can't with that show. I don't know why. I just can't I get watched, into it. I watched the first season, I, I started to hate it, and then at the end of it, I was just sort of like yelling, like throwing popcorn at the television. What is it about that show? Because people and I are even, really into I it. I haven't watched the second season. Well, there's a sci-fi aspect and I love to sci-fi. it that's, I just, you know, I just didn't like the show, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and it's got all the best actors in the world in there, yeah. but still didn't. But you know what? No one's going to tell us what we're going to like or not like. This is true. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've done this, this game before. Um, you know, why don't you tell us what acronyms drive you nuts? Yes, please. I would like to know. Me too. Um... So my hashtag, yeah, women crush every day could just, <laughs> just like, dude, girl, just love yourself. It's fine. You I'm going to tag you in a post tonight. Please. It's going to be like Please. hashtag WCE. Please do. <laughs> Heather doesn't like shake my, shaking my head. That's okay. You know, hey, we're all, you know, it's fine. I prefer smile mofo ho. Right, right. That's a good one. And, you know, you'd, you'd think it'd be, have been more widely adopted. I like that one a lot. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> Please Smile do. Soho. But uh, speaking of, of, of acronyms, HSGD stands for Have Such a Good Day, which is the name of our show. <laughs> and we'd love to know what, um, what people can, can come up with as far as what the acronym could mean. In uh, in another Westworld type of a life. I mean, we're not going to change the name of our show. No. So don't get, you know, don't get confused by that. But we would like to know what does, what what's the thing that comes to your head when we say HSGD? Yeah. Maybe high society good dick. <laughs> <laughs> that makes tons of sense. Or it just came to me. Happy, silly, good day. (laughs) Okay. Pollyanna. We're just just riffing. We're riffing over here. (laughs) We're going rogue, everyone. We're going rogue. And you know what we're also going to do? We're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So have a fucking such a good day, guys. Have such a good day. And thanks for being with us. See you next time. Wherever you are and whenever you are, we hope you have such a good day. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. And we'll talk to you very soon. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.